welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Robert. This is a podcast all about reality television. And sometimes our lives. It's usually about our lives, sometimes about reality. Today we will be talking about the first episode of the Challenge All-Stars, folks. Have you watched? It's on Paramount Plus. And spoiler alert, actually it ain't a spoiler, so don't worry. It's dope. It's we really love good. It. It's really good. It's our new favorite show, y'all. It's um, it's strange, and we're gonna get into it. But it, it is it's almost as if the challenge gods have listened to the plight of Nick of what he's been screaming about all Truly. season, which is simplifying this show and bringing it back to what it used to be, and uh, without losing the elements that make the new challenge or the new version of the challenge so great. It was. It was incredible. We're going to talk about it a bunch as the season goes on, um, but we definitely are going to talk about the first episode today. But before we get into that, let's do a little recap on our lives. Yesterday was Easter, and we did nothing. We really did nothing on <laughs> Easter, and it felt really good. And I'm a Christian man, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, Nick's confirmed. Is I'm that a, what you say? I'm a confirmed Catholic. Yeah, Nick's confirmed. I, yeah, I so. mean, he is his betrothed is a heathen. I have never been baptized. Um so how do you feel about that, babe? Um, I mean, it's fine for now, but when the end comes, I mean, sayonara, suckers. What? How dare you? <laughs> at that point, uh, you know, uh, I- I'm going to be hanging out with Christy Brinkley and all the other babes <laughs> in heaven. <laughs> I can't so, believe that. I am talking about Christy Brinkley from the original Vacation movie, of course. Yeah, and the young version. Actually, I, uh, uh, I I saw her in person in the last year, and I'll tell you what. She looks like an angel. She's stunningly beautiful and like like one of those people. You ever see like a Hollywood person or like when we were living in New York City? I'm sure you saw somebody walk down the street. We're like, that person's famous or they're a supermodel or something. Right. Where their facial features are arranged in such a way where you're like, this is an anomaly. What's happening with your face? It's just like their aura. Like you're like uh, struck by it right they always have a, a very small frame like small bones even though they're tall tall tall, tall tall but like thin and then their face is just like the the features are you know um they're almost in if they had been tweaked just like a different way they would have been ghastly ugly yeah i mean of course i mean that's any human i mean they just won the lottery and i'll tell you what christy brinkley in 2020 the beginning of 2020 who knows we all look different at the end of 2020 but, but i mean you know when it's like someone's eyes are like really big and you're like man if they were just like a little closer together, you would look very strange. Well, that's kind of like my theory about what makes a baby, like, really cute baby super cute or what makes, like, normal adult humans, like, really weird looking. Where, like, you look at a baby, you're like, oh, my God, look how big its eyes are. And then you see, like, a human uh, who's an adult, that same human. It's just like, oh, what big bug eyes. What's happening with you? Well, actually, that there is, like, a real sociological, you know, um, theory about why we find people, beautiful people, attractive. And we find beautiful people attractive who have baby like features oh symmetry is important yeah but like youthful features like a small nose and big eyes like those are things that like classically and sort of like the european lind like lens those are the things that we find um what about uh, what about small eyes and a big nose that's no one seems to like that you know but that's also why we like cats 
There's like a big theory about why why did humans pick cats over like I don't know. Oh, they're so cute. But they got they have like babyish like features, you know. They're so, so cute. We're just being tricked by the animal kingdom. So when Christy Brinkley came in, first of all, not my gen, not my generation. Okay, my Christy Brinkley is like uh, Tiffany Amber Tip No, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, I would say fits like a different role, but because uh, it's the brunette role. But I would say my Christy Brinkley was more probably like Pam Anderson. That's like Claudia next- Shifford? No, that's I don't know. That was like almost too niche, you know. Interesting. Um, so that Coca-Cola commercial did nothing for you. No, I don't even really recall it to be honest. What? Uh, I, I, you got to remember I was born in 1986. Maybe so- it was a Pepsi commercial. She's at the gas station. You guys know what I'm talking about? She's wearing a white tank top, I, I, like faded I, jeans. I think I know what you're talking about, but it just never was. Anyway, the guys, <laughs> I worked with a lot of guys in like their like you know mid 40s uh, mid 50s yeah and when christy brinkley like walked in the in the room like these men were shaking really they were, like shaking they couldn't believe it <laughs> they were like oh my god and the whole time just everybody talking about i think the other thing was like christy brinkley was like in her mid 60s or something like right. uh, it was uh people were hella shocked and uh she came with her daughter who was her assistant who was just like a young christy brinkley it was yeah. like a very stunning sight that every that the men in the building were like shaking and sweating and couldn't believe oh my god and she was also like the sweetest person of all time of like, course life has only been good to her <laughs> i would be really sweet too why we start talking about christy brinkley i don't even know i don't know but i just heard a noise and i was like why is there a snow plow going outside on this beautiful warm day and it's lily's new uh robot litter box is that what that was <laughs> yeah i thought it was a weed whacker yeah yeah we had to make some and we are continuing to make some changes with lily and her peepees and her poopies because i gotta tell you something our cat uh has decided that she's just gonna be feral and rogue we talked about it on the pod and uh, my mom had a lot of theories which i appreciated mainly that lily's trying to communicate something with us is either unhealthy or is pissed off basically I know, I know what she's trying to communicate to us i'm a little shithead <laughs> that's what she's trying to tell us i mean lily has twice now twice now popped a squat and pooped right in the bathroom wait she put it twice yeah didn't she do this oh no, she, she peed, peed the in the bathroom time. and that's when i was like okay that's the final straw. We're going to go get a self-cleaning litter box. So we went and got this self-cleaning litter box. It's a robot box. It rakes up the pee and the poop. Um, is this what you guys are listening to the pod for? <laughs> it rakes up That's her- why we make sure we don't get this thing out till <laughs> after 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern time. It rakes up her ones and her twos, okay, about 20 minutes after she has left the box. And I'll say getting her to use it didn't wasn't that difficult. I like, uh, you know, we, we did a couple of things and then she seemed to take to it but she is freaked out every time the rake goes off like she yeah. runs and watches it like what the hell and she seems to be confused as to why this machine this robot is eating her peas and her poops yeah she's like i just put a poop in there and it seems like the <laughs> robot box ate it what's going on yeah she seems uh, thrown by it but she is using it although last night we, last en- night, we ended yeah. up leaving the door uh to the bathroom that her old litter box was in and she decided to take a poop in there. So, uh, and then I didn't see it, but Ashley noted, found it. And then uh, I was um, 
busy doing something else. And I guess while that was happening, Lily was acting like a feral maniac in this in our bedroom. Lily took this crap on the floor and like no poker face at all. The reason I realized she took a crap on the floor is because a she started running around like an insane cat. I was like, what is going on? Like she was bouncing back and forth and she kept like stopping and looking at me as if I was like, I don't know, a cop about to arrest her. Like she looked so guilty, but was also bouncing off the walls. And then the smell hit me and I was like, oh, something ain't right. And Lily is letting me know. But um, yeah, we're pretty, I'm into it besides that one incident. I really do like the box. Yeah, the new litter box is very cool. And uh, She hangs out on the second two floors of, of the house that we're in currently. And we have two litter boxes for her. And um, the final straw making her a one floor kitty was that she just started peeing next to the box on the second floor and that's the on the third floor and that's also the floor that she sneaks around and pees on the on the carpet sometimes and it was getting out of control so we have she's now a bedroom kitty bedroom cat until we figure out what the hell is going on and we fix all of her problems we had to kind of rearranged the uh, the third floor uh, a bit, which we are we, we did a bunch of, and we have to still do a little bit more. Uh, Got to get some sort of actual, like, semi-professional carpet cleaner going on because can't really figure out where she peed on, on the floor. She's sneaky with it, She's y'all. She's sneaky, so it's like we think we know the spot, and then all of a sudden in a different part of the the floor, it, it's we think that... It, you we're, know what's we're getting into the weeds here we're with getting, where, where yeah. that is, but just to let you know... Is she in the room with us right now? The bedroom is bedroom kitty in the bedroom with us right now? No, because sometimes when you leave the door a little crack for a second as you're going in and out, she jumps out and runs into another room and then hides under the bed like a bullet, like she's like escaping from Alcatraz. Now, listen, I know we complain about this cat a lot, okay? But we did spend a lot of this weekend wondering how we could include her in our wedding. Yes, so. <laughs> I had a I had a realization that like really the only thing. That I, I I really would want at my wedding, aside from my fiance, is my cat. I don't. I mean, I yeah. Uh, to we all were the like making and, the guest guest list, and we were like, we Lily's got to be there. To all the friends and family that are listening to this, and there are some, and I I have to say, I I, I love you all. I really do, and I'm very happy to uh, have you come to our wedding and watch us uh, uh, exchange nuptials. Is that is that how you say that? Yeah, you did it. Um. But really, it, it, the fact that my cat's not there, who I spend the most time with, feels weird. It just feels strange. It just it feels like getting married married without having Ashley there. Yeah. it just doesn't seem right. She's a part of this little group, so our it's little like, fam. Now we're like, how do we get our cat involved in this wedding? Uh, I was thinking maybe like a large hamster ball and have her walk around. <laughs> Although Lily's just not good with that sort of thing. She no, just, she, she wouldn't freaked out. It. She wouldn't she, take to it. She does not like change. So. Oh, she, you know, but you know, I was impressed with how quickly she learned to use this litter box. You know, that was pretty cool. I am always marveled at the fact that this cat w- kind of recognizes that this is the litter box and then uses it. Uh, from the, I remember when we brought her home uh, for the first time, and I had never had a cat before. Um, I, I asked Ashley, like, you know, we got the litter in the litter box from. Like, how is she gonna know to use it? And Ash was like, "They just kind of know. They know, yeah." And and, it, and she just kind of kn- knew, and yeah. she used it. Now, I mean, did she is... eventually start peeing other places? Sure, because whatever life she was living pre us seemed to be some sort of wild affair where you pee <laughs> wherever the fuck you want. 
she um you know she had a little outdoor kitty life before she came here so she was used to popping a squat in the grass but she you do litter train kittens like you keep them in a bathroom with a litter box and you know they occasionally do the rogue poop outside of the litter box and then you pick it up and you put it in the litter box and you go that's where your poop goes and they get it but yeah cats are smart lily another thing god this is we're turning this into a cat podcast this is the last thing i'm gonna say about lily before i move on to our next subject but lily knows when we buy something for her does she not she does seem to, if we buy her like a little thing or a toy, she does seem to like kind of be attracted to, to it. And we'll put it on the floor and we'll be like, this is for you. And then she just like sniffs it, loves it, rolls around in it, just really. And then doesn't go near it ever again. That's sort of the. You think that's true? <laughs> yeah. She likes something for a while and then that's for for like a week and then that's it. Like, look I don't at know. This. She loves her goth kitty uh, throne. Yeah, because she likes little stupid things. Like she likes a little scratch post that she can lay on the hammock she like loved for a while we got her this little like hammocky thing and then i moved it to do yoga in here and when i moved it back it was she was like nah you touched it yeah i'm good Never again now it yeah. just sits here there's also like a little cat condo that we have uh, in a little one room apartment for her that uh, she, she never, loved she never really got into she I got think. into it for sure for sure but then we put a blanket in there we bought a cat specific blanket at PetSmart. that was like your cat will love this she hates it she hates it she only likes people blankets yep um okay so what else is going on in our lives so well, my job ended on friday so that like two week job and it was so intense i think i talked about it on the podcast just like it was it felt like a month-long job like squished into two weeks and so Saturday I had kids in comedy and then like yesterday it was Easter and all I really had to do was like make a couple of videos for like my own projects but like just only having to do that it was disorienting. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I should be doing some more stuff. Like, I ended up cleaning. I was like, this is, feels weird to have this day off. Um, but ultimately, I think, I woke up this morning and I was like, nah, I can easily get back into the rhythm of not having a job. I got this. You think you can handle it? I think I can handle it. It's a tough road out there, but you know, you'll, you'll get a handle on it. I, I, I know you. Nick and I have been looking at national parks to visit, um, you know, like things were getting vaccinated and things are opening back up and like, you know, we want to go out into the world uh, and we're wondering, listener, if you have a favorite national park, will you write us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com with your favorite national park? Because right now we're looking at Yellowstone. We're feeling very good about Yellowstone. Seems pretty classic, Yellowstone. Yeah, it's you know? the first one, I think, or it's or Yosemite is the first one. I don't know. Yosemite also a classic. But uh, my 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 one thing is that we we went to a park in the Pacific Northwest and the Olympic I, Peninsula Olympic National Park. I would just like to go to a park that isn't there, just because I want to see a different part of the country. You know? What yeah, I mean? we had that experience and it was incredible. Yeah. Now. Now, wait a minute, though, because Yellowstone is in Wyoming, which is in like a similar sort of square of the continent of the country. I don't consider Wyoming anywhere near the Pacific Northwest. Where is I, Wyoming? I, we will not pause the podcast. For OK, that. you chitter chatter. Um, 
I want to go to a, a national. I mean, I I don't know exactly what to talk about on this subject, other than we'd like to go to these places. I want to bring it back to a reality: the fact that uh, our lives just keep just keep being tough. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, so Ashley's making she's been a- making Hello Fresh meals. Yeah, I'm obsessed, and uh, she's doing a bang up job. I'm on a diet right now where I can't really enjoy any of them. But last night she made some. Yeah, that looks like not. I mean, are you going to count? We're, I'm looking at Wyoming. That's m- way more Midwest. It's Midwest, middle yeah. Middle of the country than yeah. it is anywhere near. Right. It's not the Pacific no. Northwest, but it's kind of in the same region. If we divided the country into four grids. But if you look at the, the map, we're looking at a map, and you see how it's like brown mostly. Yeah. And then up here where we were it's is so all green. green. Yeah. It's going to be different. It's yeah. Be different. Wow. I had no idea Utah was right there. That's so weird. Yeah. That whole little area of the country. Like yeah. I've never been to. Doesn't make seems, any it sense. It seems desertous and flat. Like right? did you think Colorado was so low and close to New Mexico and Arizona? I thought Colorado God, was like. God we are up. looking at okay. a, a map of the United <laughs> States and marveling at it. <laughs> All right, that's where we are right now. So Ashley's making her Hello Fresh last night late. She's making it late. What, at like 9, 30, 10 at night? Yeah, yeah. That's really the only time I can get the kitchen all to myself. I can pop in an audio book and I can go to town because Hello Fresh, it's delicious. I'd love for uh, you to sponsor this podcast. Big fan of your food. But you do take like 45 minutes to cook. So you need to be like uninterrupted. Would you say that I have not done any of these boxes, but you've done a couple, right? Yeah. Is this the most laborious uh, effort? that you've had to do as far as the uh subscription like meal plans oh 100 yeah. percent. you mean just hello fresh in general hello fresh like versus blue apron have you done a blue apron um no but i did do a purple carrot which is like a vegetarian meal plan and yeah hello fresh is definitely hello fresh will always involve like three different sort of areas in the kitchen like you'll have like a mixing area you'll need to use your stovetop and you will also need to use the oven and i'll tell you what when i went down there last night uh pre-incident and we'll talk about the incident um actually looked like she was on like her like a one a one woman version of like iron chef or something oh like my that. god like yes. she was running to a stove checking the stove mixing something in a pot dicing <laughs> up some sort of an onion and running back to the pot it was like an insane like a uh, food challenge on one of these fantastic food competition shows that we watch so it did seem like it was a it was a wild time but what happened was i uh we were gonna um uh, we were going to watch something or I don't know what the hell we were going to do. We were yeah, we were going to watch the, um, we've been watching that cooking show. Tournament that, of Champions. Which is so good. Food Are you guys Network. watching that? I'm obsessed. Guy Fieri. I love it. It's so good. It's just like a fantastic food competition. Probably the best on television in my opinion. Uh, but, uh, so we're, we were going to watch it and then uh, Ashley texts me. She says, it's going to be a while because there's a leak in the sink. And I said, What? And then I came downstairs, and Ashley had uh, was like uh, midway through, sort of cleaning out uh, the the sink uh, under the sink and getting all the stuff that out of there and 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 drying it off. And then obviously we had to sort of mop up what was there. We uh, still don't really exactly know the problem. Uh, none of us are going to pretend like we have any any idea about any sort of plumbing or pipes or anything. Like I know that. the problem. I know the problem. Pipes are not. These are these are 
plastic pipes. They're not like PVC. PVC. They're not like metal pipes. And we have, as a family, placed every possible thing in the house under that kitchen sink and then push it up against these pipes. And like we've just dislodged something. Like you can't have stuff up to the top of the you know up to the very ceiling overstuffed where the pipes overstuffed were, is what you're saying. yeah I, it's I, okay i agree something I agree. that moved around because this happened in 1241 exact same thing remember this i didn't know that that was the reason why we had yeah because i had stuffed like all of our cleaning stuff in there and just pushed it against the pipe so what you're saying is you never learn i learned i learned <laughs> i learned I wasn't the one. um, We'll just say someone has come recently and put a lot of stuff (laughs) under there and pushed it up against the thing. Someone came a couple days ago and did it, and clearly something's been dislodged. My my grandma decided that that's her new storage place when she's pissed that stuff is on the counter. So, uh, yeah, she did shove like eighteen rolls of uh, of uh, paper towels down. But also, like previous to that, the recycling was overpacked, and someone just kept pushing more recycling in there so that. The back of it, so the the canister was overflowing, and now, so you guys get the picture. Here's the thing: before we moved in here, there was way less recycling, and that's for two reasons. Number one is we use a lot more things that can be recycled, and B, we know what should be recycled and what should be thrown out. And I know when we mother- first got here, <laughs> yeah. lots of people were throwing away aluminum cans. Yeah, like <laughs> I was like picking <laughs> aluminum cans out of the garbage. Yep, still happens, by the way. And I believe my sister, which I believe listens to this podcast. Gabby, I believe she's still throwing an aluminum can in the trash. Gab, if you're listening, every so often I see one of your lime bubbly seltzers in the <laughs> trash as I'm taking it out. And I'm going, Gabby, you know that's a recycling situation. So we ha- recycle a lot more. Plus, like, we're in the pandemic still. So we pretty much just get, like, we don't go shopping other than uh, really Target now. I don't even go to the supermarket, but we go to Target to get, like, a bunch of cleaning shit and then whatever else Ashley wants to throw in the bag. Um, I would say at this point once a month, but everything else is getting delivered to us. We have so much cardboard and so much recycling because we also, I am addicted to seltzer and I drink it out of cans. And so it's just so much. And so I've decided that little garbage can that's under the sink, that is not necessary anymore. We're going to get rid of that little garbage can. We're going to have like a dedicated larger garbage can in some area where all of the recycling goes so we can take it out. We, we're going to make some changes now wow. that we've moved out of that. Also, the amount of cleaning products that were in like a box under the sink. It's and insane. like Let's be honest. None of that shit is being used. I haven't seen somebody pull out the Murphy oil in uh, ever. So like there maybe were let's like, not use And it. I think this is just, I think this goes across, I think this is an issue that every household faces like you look under your kitchen sink and there's 25 different cleaning bottles of fluid that all have like a like half an inch of fluid left like people just abandoned them didn't use them and i did find though when i was bet down there a whole bag of tide pods that had not been opened and god knows when they were bought because we've been I doing saw that too that's yeah good that us. was exciting mm-hmm. um Gosh, what was I going to say about the sink? I don't know. I guess we just got... It's just so funny because our the lock on our the front door has been yeah, such an ordeal. It's been such an ordeal getting this lock fixed, um, mainly because the people that we were working with were like, 
highly disorganized and taking like two to three weeks to respond. Even when we're, I was emailing and calling and eventually I had to be like, Nick, you have to call them because they are not responding to me. And Nick like just went, walked over and showed up there and was like, hi. Yeah. Anyway, so we finally get the lock on the door fixed after like forever and then the freaking sink but the pipe breaks right so this lock by the way let me just tell you something we broke it was like <laughs> one of, you know it's like where you depress the lever we should call this podcast grievances sure we'll see what happens it'll probably be called uh i just like calling it the television show that we watched plus leaky sink that's <laughs> probably what this is going to be called the challenge all stars episode one plus leaky sink so that's what you're looking at right now um, okay, so this this lock on the front door, basically what happened is we have one of those stupid locks where it's like your thumb has to like press down on a lever and then that's what opens up rather than like a twist handle. It's so ridiculous, but I get it. It's like a nice piece of hardware. It looks pretty. But it caused a lot of drama in trying to find something that fit that because apparently that was custom made and uh, yada, yada, yada. After like hounding... The, the little hardware store in the cute little Victorian town we live in uh, to come here. Uh, they have like, they're an Ace Hardware and they're good if you want to buy like a trash can lid or like a screwdriver. Yeah, you're like, hey, I need some duct tape. And they're like, we got that. But also like, uh, who's like the uh, the drunk in, um, in, in the uh, uh, Andy Griffith show? Oh yeah, I don't, I can't, I can't Otis? recall. I can't recall. I think his name is Otis. Otis, who's like always like drunk in the cell. Like those are like the guys that work at this fucking hardware <laughs> store down the street. And so I'm like trying to get this hand. We're trying to get this handyman to come and fix this door. Finally, we go down there as Ashley said, and I ask him like, "Hey, um, remember I'm the guy who called like three times asking you to set up the appointment because you already uh, we ordered the replacement." Yeah. I, once we picked out the lock and had them order it, it was then like they didn't respond to my emails or calls for like three weeks. And I was like, we should go somewhere else. But they had already ordered the part for us. And then like I call up and I'm like, hey, yeah, you ordered that part from, uh, you know, we're down the street. We're literally we're literally down the street from them. Hey, uh, so I'm um, just just waiting for you guys to schedule it. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that uh, we're going to schedule that today. And we're going to give you a call back. And then nothing. Three days pass. So then we went down there and I'm like, hey, I'm that guy. Um, can you guys do the thing we asked you to do? And uh, some other guy was there, a person that we hadn't been talking to on the phone. Uh, he was like, I don't know anything about this, but I'm going to check this book. Came back. He's like, oh, yeah, we'll be there at 8.30 a.m. tomorrow. We're yeah, like, we what? have it scheduled for 8.30 a.m. tomorrow. I'm like, well, glad I got my fat ass down there and asked <laughs> you because uh, that's pretty early. And then we just walked away. And, of course, at 9.10, somebody shows up the next day. And a very nice guy, and he fixed it. And uh, he did a good job, and he did a quick job. Um, but then something very odd happened. I was, I love this. I was waiting. <laughs> In the meantime, I've been stressing out all week about this paperwork that is supposed to be mailed to me. Okay, and I may even mentioned it last week. I, I don't know, but I uh, I'm I have a lawyer on retainer. I feel like a very professional by saying that a lawyer on retainer. But really, what that means is anytime you email this person, it's going to cost eighty bucks. <laughs> so, um, and it's based on the fact. I mean, my mom passed away, and I'm I'm the executor of the estate, and there's a lot of nonsense I have to go through in order to make sure everything uh, happens correctly, and I. Once again, don't know anything about pipes. I also don't know anything about uh, legalities or, or, or estates. So I brought in a professional. And this person's very nice and they're helping me. But they said they were going to overnight me. You did paperwork. definitely talk about this last week. Great. So I'll talk about the end of the okay, story. Okay, great. So 
Uh, the person, uh, eventually I, I had a passive aggressive, I believe that's where we left last week. I had a passive aggressive argument, uh, over, uh, email with this person who made me sit at home for two days waiting for this quote unquote overnighted paperwork and it never fucking came. Two days went by and it never came. Um, Ashley ra- raised her hand, so she has she has something she wants to pipe in. With. I think we might have talked about this on the Patreon. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if this was on the Monday episode. Well, they all blend together, guys. I told you the whole story. That's what's happening. So I'm waiting for this paperwork, and they wa- this person wasted my time, in my opinion. I had a series of back and forths with them on this thing. So finally, uh, I get a I get a um a message from FedEx because I'm signed we get so many packages. I have like a little FedEx account that will actually text me when I have packages coming. So it lets me know. And it said tomorrow before 12 PM, uh, you will get a package, uh, deliver. And I'm like, okay. And I looked where it's from and it's from, uh, you know, freehold, which is where my lawyer is located. I'm like, okay. So before 12 PM tomorrow, and I'll be like, okay, that's good because I'm getting up early because I got the, the handyman coming. So I get up and uh, ha- let the handyman in. He does his thing. Uh, he leaves. Uh, I get a text message. I go. He. I literally tip him. He walks away. I go upstairs to take a shower. As I get to the top floor where my shower is, I get a text message from FedEx saying, uh, "We've delivered your package, which I'm supposed to sign for. This is the big thing. You're gonna. You have to be home to sign for it. We've delivered your package, and it was signed for. And then they showed the the signature that it was signed with." And it was uh, first initial A, last name Weasel. (laughs) A Weasel signed for this. And I go, what the fuck is this? A Weasel. Now, I'm starting to think like it was literally 10 seconds after I got upstairs, after letting the handyman go. And his name was Andy. I'm like, wow, did the handyman? This is me upstairs going, did the handyman just see this? And they were like, hey, and just signed for it and just like let it be on the porch. And I was like, that's kind of cool that he just took care of that for me. So I didn't have to sign for it because I don't care who signs for it as long as I get the paper. So I, I went downstairs and looked on the porch where it would have been left. I looked in the mailbox. Nothing. There's nothing there. So then I go, huh. And I call up the FedEx and it, it's just automated. And it sends me a PDF on what happened and says, I can't really contest this for 24 hours until it shows up. So I'm like, fuck. I'm like, what's going on here? And it said on the thing that it was left at the front desk, an A weasel signed for it. (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck? So then I email my lawyer and I'm like, hey, listen, um, I I can just come to Freehold and get this paperwork. (laughs) I don't have any problem doing that. Here's a PDF uh, of like what I just got sent. And uh, it seems like it was signed for a weasel at the front desk. There's no front desk here. I live in a house. Uh, my name is an a weasel. And so I'm not too sure what's going on. And and then uh, you can tell like my my lawyer's like fed up. She didn't even respond to me. She just like forwarded it to her assistant and was like, where's my package? <laughs> That's all it said to her assistant. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna let them deal with that. At the same time, I go, you know what? Let me call up the hardware store and ask... Maybe this person did sign for it and they, they thought it was there. I don't know. Or I was like, there's no reason they would want to steal paperwork. It's not fun to steal paperwork. So then I call up the hardware store and I go, hi, um, 
I'm the guy that uh, just uh, you, you had, a, you had a, a person come to a handyman come and fix the door. I'm at this address. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, great. I go, he, he did a great job. He did a great job. Uh, I go, this is going to sound a little odd. But is his, his name is Andy, correct? And uh, she was like, yeah, yeah. And I go, I go, is uh, did, 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 it, did he sign for a package for me? Because I had run upstairs and then I got a notification that somebody signed for a package for me. And it's not here. I, I'm just curious if he signed. And then he, she was like, huh? And I was like, yeah, I know. It's weird. And then, and then she like, hold on. And then she came back a few seconds. No, he didn't sign for any package. And I go, okay, okay, okay. Hey, uh, real quick. Is his last name Weasel? <laughs> and uh, she goes, no, his, his last name is not Weasel. I go, okay, okay. Thanks. Oh, by the way, did a great job. And you, you'll bill us. And she's like, yep. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And I hung up and I'm like, fuck. So now I've told two people about this weasel thing, <laughs> a weasel signing. And I'm like, my grandmother like comes into the room. She's like, what's going on? I'm like, a fucking weasel sign for my for my paperwork. I think I'm getting weaseled. I'm getting weaseled. Some weasel is out there stealing paperwork. They think it's funny by saying a weasel took your papers. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And then all of a sudden I hear a gate open and then I hear something like hit the front porch and I look outside and it's just like the paperwork in the FedEx thing. And then like a FedEx guy like walking down the stairs, like whistling, like <laughs> I'm like, oh, thanks. And he's like, no problem. <laughs> it's like some like, Italian guy or something. And uh, I was like, OK. And I looked it up and yeah, it's it's the paperwork. So I'm, <laughs> I had to immediately email my lawyer back and be like, listen, uh. Listen, I don't know if a weasel, if, if the FedEx guy's a weasel, but I got the paperwork and it's all good. Sorry about that. And I did not call back the hardware store, but uh, that's basically what I was w working with uh, the in the entire the entire day that day. And finally, uh, it, it seemed like my life was in order, and now the friggin' pipes are leaking. So it's it's not fun being uh, 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 the caretaker of a home. I'll tell you that it's it's a lot of work. Although I'm kind of used to it based on the fact that. Our last apartment, the uh, it was like uh, you had to like put a gun to my landlord's head in order to get the super to come over and fix things. So, uh, you know, uh, par for the course, I guess. Um, you, you, uh, I think that's all I have on my, yeah, on my life. Should we jump? Should we jump into the challenge? Let's okay. do it. Um, uh, let's talk a little bit about the challenge all stars, folks. The first episode aired last Thursday. On Paramount Plus, Paramount Plus seems to be doing the thing where they're dropping things weekly rather than dropping a whole season of something. And honestly, in today's age, I, I can only say thank you because I don't feel the pressure to of, having, of having to binge this to stay up with society. Disney so, Plus is doing the same thing with exactly. the Ducks, y'all. Well, they're doing it with all of their shows. Yeah. I, mean, I think probably WandaVision. The, Mighty, the Mighty Ducks Comeback or whatever is probably the last show that anybody's watching on there right now. But um. But still, uh, we are we are up to date on that. Uh, we'll save you our feelings on uh, episode two of the Mighty Ducks. Wasn't as good. So um, yes, uh, the challenge all stars. I got to throw it to my my partner here, Ashley. Had what was your what were your initial feelings about uh, the entire show overall? I loved it. I loved that it felt like it was a return to the roots of the challenge. I like seeing these old guys. I like seeing these old gals. I like seeing people who are not like Instagram models on the show. And I really enjoyed the competition. Like the competition was not like a smoke and, 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 and trying to figure out who is who. Like it was very clearly, it was very clear who is in the water, who is swimming, who is struggling, who is doing well. 
you know, it wasn't as clear cut as a survivor competition, which is something we've talked about on the show. It wasn't happening in real time. There was still an edited element to it, but it was much easier to follow. Um, the only thing I'm concerned about with the show is the possible lack of drama because all of these people do seem like they are adults with lives. They're all like married and have kids, but it was great to see some old faces. I liked the format. TJ seemed really happy to be there, you know, love to see teach. And he wasn't yeah. like, he wasn't doing like the TJ character that is like supposed to be in line with the theme of that season, you know, like how this season with double agents, TJ is like acting as if he's some sort of like, um, you know, like a James Bond esque sort of director, you know, where he's like being all serious and talking in that, that lingo that they have decided are the words they're going to use that season. Cause every season, the challenge like leans into whatever the theme is. They build, they build out a whole vocabulary around it. I mean, no one can forget dirty 30 where every single uh, interview, someone was saying it's a dirty game. It's dirty, you know, so that's not happening. And I like that. It feels a lot more simple. It feels a lot more to the point and it feels a lot more like lighthearted and fun. Well, I would say to your point of I'm not too sure if there'll be any fighting. We're not going to spoil. <clears throat> excuse me. We're not going to spoil uh, who got sent home uh, at this point because I, I it's only been out for a couple of days. And I feel like you got to at least give it a, a week, maybe if we're not doing a dedicated recap podcast on spoiling this, because I'm sure a lot of you uh, watch the challenge as well. And we're going to watch this. And but the person that does go home um, doesn't like that they're that they're going to go home. Uh, and uh, doesn't want to be voted out. And so I do think that this eventually is going to cause some drama where we're going to see a little bit of fighting action, not like fist fighting, but at least some clawing at the walls if they feel like that their heads are on the chopping block. Uh, not to mention, they're playing. There's a, This is a single season winner, and a single person winner, and they're playing for half a million dollars. Oh, yeah. So I think when it comes down to it, People are not going to want to lose that half a million dollars. Yeah, and so I do think that this it's gonna it's, that this will yield a little bit of challenge drama. Um, I, I things that I find pretty fascinating, like overall, before we uh, maybe talk about some of the people on there, is that I do find it funny that like yes, finally we're seeing like real human bodies on the challenge. It's behind a paywall. Like they will, they won't. <laughs> Put that on regular television, uh, people who aren't like fitness pros yeah. on the challenge. So I, I, I do kind of find that comical, but it is exactly what's going on, uh, you know, on Paramount Plus to bring back all of this classic uh, content. And by the way, if you're interested in the MTV reality universe at all and you're not on Paramount Plus, you're out of your mind. They have so much stuff going on right now. Uh, and this is really like I would I would say this is the cherry on top, but I kind of feel like this is more like the banana and the banana split. This is important to the uh, what Paramount Plus is going to be doing in the future, hopefully. And I hope that this isn't just a one and done here. I hope that they just continue this on Paramount Plus every single, you know, after seasons are over that we get a season two of all stars. Uh, it, it was so impressive to me that uh, they were able to keep my attention and not have to do the explosions and the weird, uh, you know, jargon based on the theme of the season. Uh, they pulled it off. I mean, in my mind, as I've been complaining 
for a couple of seasons now that it's over themed, over edited, uh, too much, you know, like explosiony crap and not enough just kind of like good old fashioned challenge fun. They brought a good amount of that classic challenge stuff into all stars while not losing how competitive the new seasons have been because I, I don't think you can argue the fact that the past you know I would say five six seasons have been more competitive than any other seasons ever on the challenge I mean it's it really is a laborious effort to win the challenge this time you can't just like win like a hot dog eating contest, you know, go uh, do yeah, like someone... a fun scavenger hunt and then all of a sudden get like your share of a half a million dollars. It, it ain't like that anymore, folks. Um, yeah. Someone I remember in one of the interviews, I don't remember who it was, but they were like, yeah, you have to remember the last time I was on the challenge, we were doing like balance an egg on a spoon type thing. Yes, which I'm at literally asking for. Like, this is what I want. Now, I want to mention a little bit about, uh, you were like, yeah, the ages and the body. I, I was actually thrown by some of the people that we were seeing on here. And this is no shade at all. Tech looks like he's 65 years old. I don't know how old Tech is. You need fat. You need fat on the face when, to age well. When he's you're got older, a, is that yeah, why? Yeah, he's got a skinny face, and so it's just like he doesn't have that padding to bring him through the decades. No, but I, I was like thrown by Tech. I'm like, is Tech going to perish in this? Uh, I, I, I cannot tell, but he ended up having like some really good sound bites, and I hope he stays on for a while because Tech seems like he's going to be a lot of fun on this show. I think skinny people just age quicker is really, that's my theory, but let's Let's go through this cast list and just talk about first impressions, how we feel about them. This first person I'm going to mention, this is in alphabetical order, by the way, is Ace Amerson. Is that how you say his last name? Yeah. Who cares about last names? Okay. I won't say last names because I'm realizing never I've knew- never seen anyone's last no, name No, I here. never knew Ace's last name and I'm upset that I know now. <laughs> Ace, I was happy to see him. I remember having a crush on Ace when I was younger. He wore a cowboy hat at some point in his like MTV career, and I remember thinking that was really cute. Ace is a hat guy. As a matter of fact, one of my lasting memories of Real World is when he was on Real World Paris. And by the way, he was on CT's Real World season. Isn't wow. that interesting? He was on Real World Paris, and he... Um, Wore a, would wear a hat all the time and wore a hat in the hot tub and then would like dunk his head in the water and his hat would be like... Was he balding? What's no, going on? No, he's not balding. That's so weird. He's just a hat guy. I'm not balding. I'm a hat guy. I definitely don't wear a hat in the hot tub though. He's more of just kind of a good old boy and it's just like, yeah, we just wear our hats, you know? Next up is Alton. Um, last time I saw him was on Inferno 3. I think that was the first time I ever watched him and I found him to be so compelling. So I'm really excited to see the, see I, him back. I hate to bring this up, but Alton was the one person on this show when I saw him. I was like, time, time has gone by. Alton looks like Alton. He's still fit. But Alton was one of these all-timers on the show. And Alton has aged. He was like, he also felt like an Adonis. Like when I saw him in Inferno 3, it's like, wow, this, he should be on like the cover of like men's magazines. And yeah, he just looked like an old, he did look like an older man. His voice looked like it's taken a toll, like (laughs) just on the years of challenge parties. It's just like an older guy. And I was like, fuck, man, this is crazy. Now, when I saw him on Inferno 3, that was many seasons ago. And he was, was it Inferno 3? Is that the one I'm thinking of? With, he was on so many seasons. I I, I don't know. I but couldn't tell you. That was um so long ago, and he was the uh he seemed like the oldest guy there. Uh, what's his name? Timothy Tim Becky is that his name? 
Timmy. Timmy. Yeah, he sure. was the other older guy there. Yeah, Are they Timmy, from the same sort of age group? I don't think so. I think Tim, Timmy's season two of, uh, or season one of, uh, of road rules i believe so he he's he's like mark mark age i don't know i'm not too sure about uh where they all line up age wise but i'll tell you alton we didn't get to see it yet but i'm really hoping that alton still got it because uh we we didn't get to see we saw a little bit of it in the challenge and he did do well it does seem like in the previews that maybe alton has a little bit of drama coming with him when uh, somebody somebody confronts alton eventually about possibly not being on his side and wow. stuff like that. So, so I think Alton's out to win this game. Next up, I'm going to say these two, and I, I got to say, we're very excited to see them. We've been watching them for the past couple of months. We're both pretty sure that one of them is going to win just because they're like with it. But I'm talking about, of course, Anissa and Darrell are in this all-star season, fresh off their double agents run. Folks, I got to tell you, even they in their interviews are looking at us and being like, yeah, I know we're here. That's probably not fair. Yeah. Like they they know, they know this game. Anissa knows this fucking game. And there's a moment here where they have to kind of pick like, uh, who's going to be the captain of a team and who's not going to be the captain. And they kind of all look at Anissa like, you know, this game. So maybe, and Anissa's like, yeah, yeah. And then we get her interview and she's like, I know this game. And that's why I know I want to be right in the middle. I do not want to win or lose this challenge. And she was fucking, right and uh i gotta say Dorell and anisa to me have to be at least first episode favorites on possibly winning this entire show easily and i am pulling big time for the two, the two of them really anisa i would love anisa to, to sneak a win we saw anisa send tori deal home like a month and a half ago i, I also, mean it's appreciate i appreciate that i only had one week of no anisa on television yeah until we got her back i like that too i also feel like and and this is just a theory but actually it, we didn't get one week because the following episode it, we didn't have we just got one day that she wasn't on our television and then that following day she was so i do appreciate that I do have a theory here that in their interviews, there's some harsh lighting going on to almost age them more, is my theory. <laughs> because Anissa looks older, and so does Darrell. They look older on this season than they did on Double Agent. So I'm like, I feel like th- there's something going on where they're like not giving them forgiving light. Well, I will say that I think it's the chintzy uh, budget. The set. Because the budget looks like they do not have the budget that they have on the challenge, like the regular challenge, Double Agents. Um, And I liked that, that you could see the seams of this show. Yeah. Um, Next up is Orissa Hill. I don't know anything about Orissa. I believe she was on Real World uh, um, uh, Vegas uh, with Trishel. Uh, her and Aroline were like a big, big, like a twosome. Uh, and either Arissa or Aroline dated Alton at some point, but I can't, I can't re- recall. Next up is Beth. I've only really heard about Beth in like a legend. And I think I watched one season with her when she was hooking or she was having like a flirty thing with Nehemiah, who's also on this season. Which comes up here. Which yeah. Is fantastic that they're doing some sort of callbacks to other things. I love it. Couldn't believe that she was kind of teasing him and he was like oh boy i forgot about that he, and we even get a a, a little uh soundbite from nehemiah being like i've been on I've, been, I've done so much on these challenges the one thing everybody remembers is the beth uh, hookup mm-hmm. uh and uh 
Yeah, Nehemiah also looks like a person that could possibly win this game. It seems like yeah. Nehemiah's head is still in the challenge. Right. Um, and he seems fit still, and he does not look like he's aged like the rest of the folks on this show. He seems young, where he I'm does. like, he could you could easily pop him on the challenge now, and he would blend right in. Well, you know, because Nehemiah is like Johnny Banana's era, so he would uh. be kind of old, could still be on the regular cast and just on the older end of things, but he's not like Mark era, you know what right. I mean? Like, he's probably in his late 30s you know now these next two we both have seen fairly recently on the challenge but like not in the war of the world's era so maybe like four seasons ago five seasons ago you know enough where you're like oh they seem kind of fresh but not in like a Darrell Anissa way and that is I am talking about Derek and Jemmy Got, okay, well, two separate beasts here. Derek is another huge pick for me to win this game. He was just on the show a couple of seasons ago. He did very well. The guy reports on the challenge literally as his like job. There, if there's anybody that hasn't been on the show consistently but as 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 in tune with how to play this game, it's Derek. Yeah. Uh, so another person where if I showed up and I hadn't been really, my head wasn't in the game for 10 years and was like, sure, I answered the call. I'm here now competing. And I saw that Derek was on the show. I'd be pissing my pants because I'm just going to know like Derek is going to be able to work this game better than me, whether I like it or not. The last time we saw him, he was getting tossed around like a rag doll with Rogan um, as a mercenary. He was brought in as a mercenary, but he lasted so long in that elimination. I think it was a, um, a pole wrestle elimination. So Jemmy... Uh, I just never thought Jemmy was the greatest competitor. I don't know if she's going to be able to compete on this show either. She's a great, she has great sound bites. She's a great talking head. Um, you know, I like to see Jemmy when she shows up. She brings a lot of fun and drama sometimes to the show. We'll see. Yeah. Next up is Eric Big Easy, who I am not familiar with, but I have heard about through Nick. Now, was Big Easy not on Fresh Meat when we watched uh, Fresh Meat? Oh, yeah, he, he was. was. Yeah, he, he was. He got a little bit of Big Easy yeah. on Fresh Meat. And he was partners with Katie, right? Right. Who's he, also on this season. He was the Fresh Meat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They weren't a great team, but they're they're a fun team. I'll say that the, for the two of them, uh, very happy to see Big Easy back Curious on why he has why his hair looks so clown like. He's got the male pattern baldness going, but then seemed to just kind of let it throw out. Uh, shave your head. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> and uh, Katie, one of those people who uh, never could really get it together on the show, but is so so talented when it comes to entertainment. I mean, uh, the plunger scene alone when she was being tortured by other people yeah. is iconic. I mean, I'm sure she hates that. But honestly, she explodes, she fights, she's feisty, not the best physical competitor, but I'm very happy to see Katie back on the show. And honestly, I'm not, I feel like I'm saying a lot because I didn't say a lot about everybody else. Katie looks great. Katie looks great. Yeah. Didn't miss a beat. Uh, Hisella is on the show as well. Made a huge splash yeah. on today's episode I, or on this week's episode. Don't really uh, know whether or not um, she is going to be. Don't know if she's got a long term sort of staying power, but definitely came out strong in this first app. Honestly, super strong in the first app. She uh, kills it during her during the challenge. She does uh, fantastic and actually get, gains a lot of power. Just to spoil a little bit of the ep actual episode, because I'm sure some of you are like, we all watched it, and we don't necessarily need you to say the names of all the challengers on on the show this season. 
but uh, we appreciate you putting out podcasts. And I say to that person, you're welcome. Jean A is on the show. Didn't get much from her yeah. this, this season not, or this episode. Don't know much. But Jean A, obviously, lots of romantic drama with Jean A. If you remember, she had a whole relationship with Zach. That oh, went yeah. Awry. Um, and uh, we'll see. Maybe she'll bring a little bit of that to the show. Um, Kellyanne is on the show. Kellyanne is also an all-timer as far as the challenge goes in, in, a, in a certain section of the challenge. Um, didn't get much from the first season. I, I got to only expect that she's going to be a threat when it comes to endurance and things like that. She was a runner. I believe she uh, uh, was a threat in a bunch of uh, um, Early finals. she was, for sure. I mean, when she showed up in um, with her and Sarah Rice, they ran that final. And what was that season was that? Um, who knows? Who knows? So uh, then we have Kendall. I don't remember Kendall that much. I remember her face. I just don't remember her legacy on this show. Uh, so maybe that'll change. Uh, Latarian, I remember from so long ago. Can't believe that Latarian, they brought Latarian back. I remember him kind of being a dud a little bit on this show. And I would say this episode coming back, this is a big Latarian episode, folks. Yeah. So uh, Latarian is somebody to watch. Um, you know, there is, uh, it seems like Latarian, Cyrus, um, and I think it might've been Nehemiah, uh, all sort of kind of chatting together. It yeah. Seems we're like, like, are they forming an alliance? We're seeing, like, it seems like they have some sort of a bro alliance that may be coming into the show. Well, Latar Cyrus does say at some point, like Latarian's my guy. Yeah. So like they've got something, those two for sure, which was great to see Cyrus as well. Absolutely. Cyrus coming from uh, uh, a Here's the thing about Cyrus. He was on Real World Boston when he eventually made it to the challenges. Like, I remember everybody being like, he's the old guy. <laughs> this was like 20,000 years ago. Uh, so now uh, Cyrus, who, by the way, looks pretty much exactly like he looked back then. He, he seems like he could be a threat as far as competing totally. goes, even though he seems to be on the older end of things. Uh, Cyrus is back. Excited to see Cyrus back. Seems like Cyrus's head has been in the challenge game as well, based on his social media alone. So we'll see what happens there. Mark Long, the man who got this whole get wow. gig started, he's back. Mark Long looks like Dolph Lundgren in in, uh, in the eighties. He is so jacked and it's so fit. It's crazy. It's wild. I can't see anybody being able to physically best him in any sort of uh, like head-to-head. -head, in like a headbanger if they do no. that in yeah. these, which I don't think they should. He does appear to have, I know we're not talking about anyone's faces, and I appreciate that, but I will say he does appear to have some Botox has happened. He's a, he's a host. He's you know what host. I mean? He's a host of things. He's a television guy. You got to keep it. You got to keep it together. Ruthie's back. Didn't get much from Ruthie in this first season. She did time out in the competition, in the daily, which kind of got me a little disappointed yeah. i was like does ruthie still have it because ruthie is like a legend is like yeah. a demigod in the in the challenge as far as like her athletic prowess and her abilities and so uh, i want her to have uh, a fantastic season uh as we mentioned tech is here very skinny tech but tech is all personality the man became a vj after his stint on the real world and uh so you gotta say i mean the, the guy can talk i don't know where he's been the past bunch of years probably producing movies i don't know um trishel 
hasn't lost her apathy for the game. Literally, <laughs> all of her interviews were like, don't know exactly if I want to do this. Oh, well. <laughs> but I think that itself is going to yield good television. I can't wait till people start calling her out for why is Trishel still here, but my friend is on the chopping block. That's going to be a lot of fun because Trishel doesn't want to compete. And last, but certainly not least, Yes. Yes is a classic real worlder. Uh, was I haven't seen Yes on this show in fucking, since I was a kid. Uh, it's crazy. Yes looks like he could still, he still got it. Yes might be a, a, a low-key threat yeah. on this show. He was incredibly athletic back in the day. Does not look like he's out of shape now. We will see. I'm, I'm looking for a lot from a man. Yes. And that's been, the, that's the cast. I think that's what we're going to leave it for the first episode. Let everybody catch up. Um, I think what we'll do is maybe have some people on who are also watching this show and we can kind of chat on, uh, um, on future Monday apps about how the season is going. Uh, we also caught up on, on real world homecoming, but I mean, that's, that's a lot of fun. It seems like la next episode might be the last episode. So maybe we'll save our final thoughts for next week. But, uh, for right now, I, I unfortunately folks, we do have to go. Uh, life has called us, and it's time time to check out the old Reality Blows podcast. So uh, for this week, we would like to say thank you for listening. Make sure that you uh, sign up for our Patreon if you're looking for more Reality Blows. That's patreon.com forward slash Reality Blows. Sign up for five bucks. You get two bonus, or as we call them, bonus episodes. And uh, uh Thank you for listening. Make sure you check out our recap on Thursday of uh, the Challenge Double Agents. We appreciate you. Bye. Bye.